I've got some meltdown. And this evening, I am joined by Jonathan Done from Living Wreckage, Anthrax, and Shadows Fall. As soon as I heard One Foot in the Grave, I was instantly hooked. How pleased are you with the responses so far? I mean, I know you've done it out on an EP earlier, didn't you? Yeah, it's, it's been it's been a slow build, but um, the responses have been good. Uh, it's you know it's it's hard being a new band, as everyone knows. There's there's so many out there, and it's hard to get yourself noticed these days. So uh, we're it's a slow build, but the we've had a lot of positive feedback so far. And I love the whole album, and I already know what to expect from it. But what can fans expect on the twenty third of September? So. Um, it's not as heavy as Shadows Fall because a lot of people might think it's going to be kind of a, you know, another Shadows Fall, but it's not. It's more hard rock influenced, much more melodic than Shadows Fall. Um, but there's still thrashiness in there. The, 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 the like big four um, thrash influences is still big in it, but it's mixed with hard rock and a lot of, uh, a lot of arena 80s rock where we were really influenced by that. So we we're trying to kind of, take a mix of thrash and have that really that real hookiness uh and 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 real party vibe of uh the 80s oh. and uh, oh, I'm sorry. so yeah um you know we're we're influenced everything from you know like slayer to skid row and tesla and and then a lot of i guess it, i would say 80s metal and 90s metal um stuff like sepultura pantera white zombie from the 90s and then Anywhere, a lot of the hair metal bands from the 80s, and we're trying to just make it work, and, and, and hopefully people will dig it. Absolutely. And what I love as well is the artwork for the album. That's fantastic. Do you plan to have that framed in your home? Um, you know, I haven't thought about that, but uh, who knows? We'll see. We'll see how well the record does. And then if, uh, <laughs> if it fails, maybe I don't want to remember it. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. I mean, it's great to see final resurgence, isn't it? It's fantastic. I mean, I had such a collection when I was in my teens and that. And then as you do, you go through life and you lose them and some still rebuying them and again. And yeah, you're well, going to be releasing that on vinyl, aren't you? Um, absolutely. And that's what, I mean, this recording was done in October 2020. But uh, we held off because we wanted the vinyl. We wanted everything to come out at once. We didn't yeah. want it to come out. And bits and pieces here so uh, we waited and it, and i think it's good that we waited we built built up a little momentum and uh hopefully uh we'll get the name out there and and people will dig it absolutely and you've already been out on the road with it haven't you we have not toured most mostly we're doing we've done headlining dates in the new england area where we're from um the only national bands we've opened up for are Overkill and Buck Cherry, and, and those went great. That's what I'm saying. We we could kind of fit into the hard rock scene, and we could fit into the thrash scene too. And it's not. I don't think everyone would be like, "Why are these guys playing this show?" It doesn't make sense. I think I think it works for both sides. Um, but we want to get out there and open up to, for bands. We want to get get more people to know the band. So I'm hoping we can get some support tours and. Uh, get get the band out there in front of some people absolutely i mean you're coming over to the uk soon with anthrax aren't you yes that's actually uh the end of september yeah how stoked are you about that 
I can't wait because it. I mean, it seems like ages since I've been there. It seems like another lifetime ago. But we just did a tour of Black Label Society and Hatebreed over the summer in the U.S. And that was the first tour I did in three years. So it, it just flew by. Usually with tours, like the last two weeks, you're like, all right, I'm ready to go home. But I'm like, I'm not ready to go home. I want to stay out. I can imagine. Well, I'll get to see you guys at Newcastle. I can't wait for that. Um, okay, great. Hopefully we'll be able to say hi to each other. I hope so, man. Absolutely. Um, so you've been in Amphrax quite a while now. Which is your favorite track to play live? So right now, and it's always been one of my favorite tracks, but we didn't start playing it on a tour until this tour, is Keep It In The Family. That's right. my favorite That's my favorite tune to play right now, because that, that verse riff is just so crunchy and heavy, and I love it. Yeah, I get way into it. So I'm psyched on that tune right now. Do you think the Big Four will ever get a tour together again? Oh, God. I, I mean, that's, you know, that's up to Metallica. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I, I know the Anthrax guys would love nothing more to do that. And I've never got a chance to do that. I wasn't in the band when they did that. So that would be a dream come true for me. So, you know, I'll cr cross my fingers that that happens someday. Let's hope so, man, before we all get too old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully it happens before uh, everyone has to stop playing music. Absolutely. I was digging out my old Shadows full albums. I still love Threads of Life. Oh, great. You would have been asked this as shit loads anyway, but are there plans to do any more Shadows full albums or tours? So we've had, we, we did a reunion in um, December. It went very well. We have two shows coming up in September. It's a, furnace festival and blue rich festival um when i'm home and jason's home because jason plays in overkill uh we're jamming once a week and uh i've showed the guys three songs that i've written so far and we've laid down some music as far as where it's gonna go i don't know um i've always got material and it's just a matter of getting together and finding the time to do it but i would love i would love to do some new music Awesome. So can you remember the first time you ever stepped onto a stage and had a, people watching you? Yeah. yeah I, 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 uh, and, um, uh, it was at Pearl Street in Northampton, Massachusetts. And I was 14 at the time. And my band was opening up for this band called Strip Mine that had Sully from Godsmack in it. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was crazy just to even be in a club at that age because you know, you weren't supposed to be in there unless you were 18, I think, and older. But uh, I knew the girl booking the club and she let me in. But yeah, I mean, it's that as soon as I did that, I was addicted. Very first time I played live. That's that's what it's all about to me is playing live. Uh, being in the studio can be fun, too. But to me, it's all about the live feel and, and connecting with the audience and going out meeting people hanging out after the show having some fun that's that's what i what i love all about this so going back to living wreckage um if one track could appear on a film or tv series which would you choose oh that's a hard one uh because there's i don't know if i'd want to go with something more thrashier side or i guess it would de depend on what kind of tv series if it's uh something brutal and uh a lot of action. I would probably go with Breaking Point. Because I, I think that song's a, a real punch in the face. So, What would you say has been the most memorable concert you've ever played? I could. I could there's so many. Um, <laughs> I would say for Shadows Fall, 
Um, the one that stuck out the most is probably we got to play in Ozfest, and on the main stage it was Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Black Label Society, Mudvayne, and us. And uh, you know, I always think I was like twenty six, maybe at the time. So just to be that young and ha- and being that huge experience, and you're walking by members of Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden every day, and you're pitching yourself. Uh, that that was probably the standout tour for Shadows Fall, and then for Anthrax was traveling with Iron Maiden in South America on their 747, and having Bruce Dickinson fly you around, and uh, you know you get in your seat and he's telling you how far the the flight is, what the weather's gonna be, and all that, and totally professional uh, airline pilot. It's just crazy because you're like, first of all, I'm on a plane with Iron Maiden. And then fucking Bruce Dickinson's flying it. And then I get to play in front of 50,000 people tonight. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get any better than that. I think I definitely peaked on that one. Absolutely, man. That's just totally surreal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So the next one, then. Can you tell me what's been the most outrageous thing you've done in the name of metal and rock or rock? <laughs> oh, most outrageous thing. Oh, fuck. It's just, just trying to get anywhere and just, you know, especially in the beginning. You're just, you're living on, on people's floors and vans, sleeping in vans and taking any kind of help you can get. And it's, it's when I look back at him, like, I can't believe I did all that. But then it's like, I'm starting again with living wreckage and, <laughs> and we're going to have to go through that all again. But, um, I, I believe in it and I love it. So I, I'm willing to do it. And yeah. the thing is, uh, I got asked not too long ago, like, what's it like playing with Anthrax? You're playing in front of, you know, thousands of people and then going back to your other bands, not playing in front of so many people. And I just do it because I love it. You know, living wreckage, you know, sometimes have 50 people at a show, but I still play like it's 5,000 and give it my all. I just, if we could win over a couple of people, then um, something good came out of that. Absolutely. It was the passion, isn't it? And I mean, many musicians yeah. say that, you know, that some of their best shows have been playing to 10 people, you know? Yeah. And the, and the thing is, we live in wreckage. It's not. And this is what I wanted when I started the band. I didn't want it to be. I'm going to. I'm going to share some files with you. You share some files with me because I was talking to other musicians that I tour with and I toyed with the idea of jam with other known guys. But I'm like, that's going to be a pain in the ass. Because we'll never be able to get in the same room. And when are we ever going to be able to play shows? So I wanted to just do it the old school way. I wanted to get in the basement with four other guys, you know, have some beers and write some fucking rock and roll, you know. And that's what we did. We're all friends. We have a good time. Keep it very loose. Hang out. Have fun. And uh, it's basically like being in a garage band again when you were a kid. And and, and I love it. You know, I come home from Anthrax tours and we'll play local local bars we'll do cover sets where we'll put we'll have to play for two hours so we'll we'll mix in stuff like allison chains metallica pantera we'll throw in like stuff like brian adams like stuff like that fun stuff and uh we just have a good time yeah so what brian adams songs do you throw in then we do summer 69 well that's my favorite brian adams song yeah <laughs> love it love it yeah we'll do like billy idol's <laughs> rebel yell and then yeah and then we'll, we'll do something like a, a new level by Pantera. So it goes from anywhere to like 80s pop rock to like straight fucking kicking the nuts metal. 
Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so my Belgian friend asked this one a lot. So if you were an instrument, what would you be? I'd be a guitar, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what was the last song you listened to? Um, well, I was just driving home um, from my mom's house, and I'd been, I put in the new Soilwork record. I think that's a pretty kick-ass record. So I just got done listening to Soilwork about 10 minutes ago. Excellent. Cool. <laughs> okay, so next one then. Who in your eyes is the ultimate rock god? Dimebag Daryl. Because uh, this is how I, I see him. I, I see him as the MVP of heavy metal and guitar and guitarist for heavy metal because he checked all the boxes um he he could write leads awesome riff writer awesome songwriter had a great stage presence and on top of it he was a rock star he was somebody that you were like i want to meet this guy i want to hang out with him and he just had something special that yeah. it's one of a kind you know he, he checked off all the boxes and that to me that's he was uh the mega rock god. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more, honestly. So next then, can you give me four words to describe living wreckage? Um, all right, let's see. Uh, it's heavy metal. Well, that's two words, or is, is that yeah. <laughs> heavy, metal and hard, heavy metal, hard rock? <laughs> oh, yeah, good answer. Okay, so if you hadn't been a successful musician, what do you think you would have been doing? Oh, shit, I... I still wonder because I'm still like, you know, I'm trying to get back after this pandemic and yeah. never know where, where stuff's going. So I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> it keeps me up at night. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know because I, I've, I've been doing this for over 20 years and it's pretty yeah. much all I know. Um, when my back's against the wall, I have to do other things, but um, I guess time will tell. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so next is five questions, either or either, yes? Yeah? So the first one's vinyl or digital? Um, I know this is not going to be the popular answer, but I'm going to go digital just okay. because of the convenience yeah. and not having to have a bunch of stuff around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I know vinyl sounds way better, so I know it's a fucking shitty answer, but I'm being honest. Oh. Uh, pizza or beer? Oh God! Uh, I have to have one or the other. Yeah, yeah. And I can't. Oh, go on, I gotta go beer. Totally. <laughs> Festival or small intimate gig? Oh, that's hard. Um, I would say if everyone there is to see the your band, then the intimate show because those get nuts. You know, when everyone's your fans, that's. Then crazy, but then festivals can have a certain vibe too. You win over a festival, but it's harder to win over a festival than your own gig. Okay, Saint or Sinner? Uh, well, I've crossed the the line of the center a few times. Uh. <laughs> and the final one: Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog? Kermit the Frog. I love the fucking Muppets. <laughs> Same I grew day, up on absolutely. them. I love the Muppets. Same dude. I, my wife and I still like. We'll have beers and watch the Muppet Show, and we'll just laugh our asses off. Yeah, I, I love the Swedish Chef. He's he's a, he's the star. Yeah. yeah. I wish I wish there was more Muppet movies and shows. It seems they're yeah. like too, too far and few between. 
Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you're ever feeling pissed off like with life, put the Swedish chef on. Works every yeah. time. <laughs> All right, mate. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for your time again. I want to congratulate you on the album. Hopefully, you will get over with the band over to the UK or into Central Europe. That would um, be amazing. <laughs> looking forward to catching you guys in Newcastle. Do you have any final words? Amprax, I mean, do you have any final words for your fans and our viewers and listeners? Well, I'm psyched. I can't wait to see everyone in the UK in a few weeks with Anthrax. Um, maybe we'll cross their fingers that Shadows Fall will get back over there sometime soon, too, now that we're doing gigs again. And I would love for everyone to just give Living Wreckage a chance and see what they think. And it would be a dream come true to be able to tour the world with Living Wreckage, too.